Hello, my friends. Oh, uh, the description didn't come up. So annoying. We are here on a Monday morning. Very, very sunny but cool Monday morning. And I am really excited to talk to you amidst my... I've got a really sore neck. So one of our... Um, corona time routines has been to instead of going to the gym because gyms are shut is to set up our own gym and work out just in the in the room next to me over here and oh my god this morning hey georgina i have done something very crazy i don't know what i've done but man i am in pain let me tell you so i've got my very fabulous fashion accessory happening today hey georgina hey maria great to see you happy monday so what i wanted to talk with you about Today is a very, very awesome interview that I had this morning with the Wolf Brothers, who are really well-known country music artists here in Australia. They've been at number one in the country music charts for the last four weeks, which is very, very exciting. And I was lucky enough, blessed enough, um, to thanks to a very lovely friend of mine for introducing us, to hang out with them for about an hour and really pull apart their their brain and you know some some different things that they are they're working on but also really kind of what um, not only what motivates them but getting inside what they're like some of the psychology when it comes to performing so some of you will know that i am in the process in the midst of, of writing a new book called into the spotlight i am ridiculously excited about it it's uh it's so close to to um being done and being and going through the next layer of editing and one of the things that i really wanted to include was was the interview with the guys and um like you know when it, i've been i've been so blessed with, with this book to interview a handful of musicians who are just so open and willing to share their experiences. But what I thought I would do today is, is share some of the, uh, like the Cliffs Notes with you from not only um, their, like the interview from today, but over, over overall what the common theme and what the common message was. Because, you know, if you think about it, you guys, like the, the thing that we all need to do when it comes to growing our visibility, when it comes to stepping into our spotlight, is getting out of our own freaking way. And what I was really, what I've been really fascinated to hear and learn from, from these, these amazing uh, professionals, right? And, and that's what they are. They're professionals at, at, at commanding a stage and mastering their stage and mastering their presence. And it's really curious to hear, you know, what goes on for them inside their heads. And all, all of the ones, all of the people that I've interviewed, they like, and, I, and I'm fascinated. It's like they, they share that there's the, this self-talk that goes on. Right, Amy Spees, who I interviewed uh, a few weeks ago, she was she would talk about the muse and the critic, and uh, Nick today of, of Wolf, Wolf Brothers fame, I had to say that multiple times really fast, uh, was sharing that he like the way that he kind of like looks at different things when he's on stage, and you know things kind of aren't working out how they're supposed to, which happens every show. He said. There's these, um, like the, the self-talk and he analyzes what's going on and, and, and things like that. And Amy shared similar things and Adam Thompson shared really similar things too. It's like you, 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 you can kind of get up in your head. And, and I know that for a lot of you, whether, whether it's for going live on your Facebook pages, whether it's live streaming, whether it's doing pre-recorded stuff or even just writing your posts, 
a lot of the time we get caught up in our heads, right? And I know that this is not me. You know, I know for me, some days I go live and I'm like, I'm talking to you. And at the same time, I've got these thoughts going on. It's like, where am I going with this? And they like, didn't say that properly. And you sound like an idiot. And you know, yeah, that was really, that was a really great point. And yeah, I don't know about this. And you know, is that gonna land? And you know, who's coming on? Why is no one commenting? You know, that, that real, uh, not all the time, but sometimes it's that monkey mind that just kind of goes, right? And so Nick, Wolf Brothers Nick, was talking to me, hey, Shan, mwah, good morning, happy Monday, was, was saying that one of the things that he will do is just try to come back to the present moment, right? And I think that that's a really important lesson for all of us, actually, uh, to, to just kind of come back. And, oh, it's a wheat pack, Carmen, because I've really badly hurt my, I don't know. It's, it'll be fine for tomorrow. I don't know. I don't know what happened. So, so neck. So I'm just keeping it warm till the neurofin kicks in. Uh, and, and so Nick was talking about coming back to being present. Uh, Tom was talking about how, like, sometimes, like, because he's um, self-confessed natural-born uh, extrovert uh, performer and, you know, they were sharing stories about when they were kids and how their their dad would, you know, uh, teach them, like, their music runs through their in their DNA right from right from way back. And um, how, you know, his dad would teach them to perform and right from a, a young age, like the age of three. And so Tom was talking, you know, about how he, he it, it feeds him. And I was like, so do you have self-talk as well? And he's like, oh, God, yeah, absolutely. And so hearing that, you know, what I found really curious is, is the theories that I've had around stepping to the spotlight and, and the things that I hear from you guys and the things that I have experienced is mirrored by these really professional musicians and artists for how, what they experience as well. And it was really nice to, to hear and, and affirming actually to hear that even despite having years and years and years of experience, they still have these same thoughts and, and still have these similar types of feelings and how it can apply for you. And so, um, you know, there was that, but what Tom was saying is that he would, you know, think about the, the audience, right? How can I turn this around and how can I create a really amazing experience for the, for the audience? How can I, how can I, uh, like make this a better experience for them? And, and I think that that's a really great point and a really great piece of advice. So being present, yes, uh, which was a neat thing. And then the Tom thing was, you know, just really coming back to them. And I think when we are doing our, our marketing and when we're doing our live streams and when we're doing our blogs and all of this sort of thing, like we get all caught up in, in the bullshit narrative often bullshit narrative that's going on in our heads and we're thinking like, is this going to land? Is this going to fit? Is it going to sit? Is it this? Is it that? And and really the thing that we've got to come back to is, all right, who is the one person out there that I'm going to help today? Who is the one person that I'm going to inspire today? Is there, is there like, how do I create the most amazing experience for that particular person out there and just, you know, just do that rather than sitting in there and going into the analytics Right, and I think it's a, it's a bit of a um, it's it's, a, it's almost like a a an automatic reaction, like a knee jerk reaction. If if things aren't quite working the way that we want, or if tech's doing stupid things, or you know, which happens all the time, uh, if your if your internet connection fails or whatever, like to kind of come back, the knee jerk is like, oh, this is fucked. Um, 
it's not going to work. Like, what are they going to think of me? All that self-doubt kind of starts to rattle in versus going, hang on, we're just going to roll with it. And we're like, who is the one person that I can help? Who's that one person that I can inspire? So I think it's really interesting to hear the, these, uh, these, these, these things ripple through a similar, in, well, not a similar industry, but an industry that calls them to step up and perform, right? Otherwise, nobody knows who they are. And it's the same thing for you. If you're not willing to get up and suck, right? And and get better and learn from what it is that you're doing not particularly well, then you're going to keep being invisible and no one's going to see you. No one's going to know you. And that's really fucking devastating because the world needs you and, and what you provide. The other thing that I thought was, um, was really kind of interesting. And it's, again, it's something that has, has rippled through with everybody. They've all got a practice in mindfulness. They didn't call it that, but it's a practice in mindfulness. So before they step out on stage, they they do their little thing, they get kind of insular, and then they go out and do what, what needs to be done. And actually, all the musicians I've spoken to do the same type of thing. So a, a bit of a, a, a piece of advice or a, a tip, a hack, if you like, for, for yourselves, when you're getting ready to step up and, and out, particularly if it's about doing your videos and things, take a moment and I think, you know, what did, what do they need to hear today? Uh, get present. Uh, you don't have to do this whole big, you know, rah, 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 and really elevate and amp up your energy, but you've got to really shift it from being about you to being about them. Something I've been journaling on a bit um, of late has been like, a, and some days I'll, it'll be a dear God, some days it'll be dear universe, some days it's a dear Nicola, <laughs> you know, what do you need to hear? And it's that the, the thing that I always come back to or often come back to is like, how can I be of service today? How can I be a conduit for whatever it is that, that you, <laughs> higher, higher self, source, whatever, you know, how do I be the conduit for you today? Like, help me to do that. Help me to be the best. Uh, and, and deliver what needs to be delivered. Help me do my best, not the best. Help me do my best. And I think, you know, if you come back to that and if you kind of hand it over and let go and let God and show up in the way that you have to show up, it makes it takes the pressure off. I remember Elizabeth Gilbert talking about this in, in one of her interviews, and I can't remember if it was the one with Russell Brand or if it was the one, uh, her TEDx, her TED Talk, um, where she talked about the genius in the world. I can't remember which one it was, but she was talking about, oh, you're welcome, Anne-Marie. Um, one of the things that she was talking about was, you know, she she can only do her bit, right? And and I think the thing for me is like, oh, I'll, you know, I'm really happy to show up and talk and, you know, do all of those things. But there are still some days where I'm like, what the fuck am I going to say today? And it's like, all right, well, I'm, I'm going to do my bit. You need to do your bit. You know, let's go, let's go do the bits together. And, and I think what happens is that it can take some of that pressure off you that it's all on you, you know, that we've got this other, um, we've got this other thing that's, that's there, whether it's intuition, uh, inspiration, universe, God, source, whatever you call it, your genius, you know, it's not all on you. We can call on the help of, of, of everything that we have available to us. And part of that, I think, is also having that commitment to showing up for your audience, right? And not making it being about you. So again, if like I'm being, if I'm the conduit, like the, the hollow reed uh, and showing up is like, all right, well, whatever it is that needs to come through is going to come through. And I've just got to trust 
my job is to show up and and do that thing so that might help you well i think it will help you and i trust it will help you when you're starting to show up right when it, it's you know confidence comes from from doing things and one of the things that Tom talked about this morning when I when I said, hey, you know, so what are, what's some of the, the, the advice that you would give to people who are getting ready to step into their spotlight? And he said, you know, do the time. Uh, do do the gigs. You know, in, in our world, doing the gigs is easy, right? We don't have to get bookings at a pub or a club. We don't have to go out and 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 stand on the stages and, and play our instruments. What we need to do in terms of doing the gigs is turn on the fucking camera and press go, right? You're going to suck to start with, but it's all part of building your muscle. It's all part of building your muscle of mastery. And he talked about the 10,000 hours, which I, I think is a really important thing too. You know, the more you do it, the the better you become if you're learning along the way, which is something that actually that Nick um, reaffirmed as well. It's like, if you just keep doing the same thing and you're shitty at it and you keep being shitty at it and you don't learn, then you're just going to keep being shitty. You know, you got to change something there. So um, yeah, it was a really cool interview and I can't wait to share it with you. Um, just getting the, the excerpts ready to, to add into the book. Uh, into the spotlight, uh, getting ready to add that in and we'll have the, the audios and the videos of the interviews ready to go up uh, as soon as the book's released, which is not in the too distant future, which is very, very exciting. Uh, something else that I wanted to talk with you about naturally is Funalicious that is coming up. We're starting on the 29th of June and, and I was thinking about this over the weekend, right? And part of what I was thinking about was how important it is to have your your database prepared and ready as well as having your social media stuff down. Now I saw a post this morning actually I mean I'm in a um, even though I don't live on the Gold Coast I saw a, I saw a post in a group that I mean up on the Gold Coast and something that was shared in there is that this this person has got 30,000 Instagram or had 30,000 Instagram followers and her whole account was shut down. She said, I've just lost all of my money. I've lost all of my contacts. I've lost everything um, because her account was pulled. I can't stress it enough to you guys that we don't own these platforms, right? We don't own our fans and followers in here. So if something happens, you're all gone. You've got to be building an email list. You've got to be building another way for you to be able to stay in contact with people. And that's called a funnel, right? Which is what we're going to build in Funnelicious. And it's where you're able to have a conversation with people, same same conversation and same relationship building process that you do online and, and through your platforms, through social media, but you've got another way of being able to get in touch with them outside of social media. It does two things. Number one, Social media is so fucking noisy, right? Let's be honest. There are a billion and one things competing for your attention. Depending how an algorithm changes depends on like what people see your content that you put up in, in there. Uh, whereas over in your email list, we've got less, uh, sorry, in your inboxes, there's less competition and your name will stand out. The second thing that is really helpful and really important is that when you're collecting names and email uh, names and email addresses from people in exchange for something of value, then you own those contacts, right? You own those email well, you don't own the email address, but you own the right to market to that person and it doesn't matter what happens unless they unsubscribe or, or die and you can keep emailing them and they will continue to get emails from you. There's also less noise in an email inbox. If you think about it, 
You've got people can um, leave their stuff marked as unread. There's not a bunch of ads usually that come through your email list, it, through, through your email inbox. It's a lot cleaner. So if you can mirror the what you're doing on social media and mirror that into your email funnels and build those relationships from in there, then it's, it's a really important insurance policy if you like, to uh, to all of this. So that if something does happen, then you don't, it doesn't just go up in smoke. You've got the ability to keep marketing to your people. Uh, doing it in a way that is elegant and nice and adding value and, and having your audience in mind. So one of the things that the boys are talking about, the guys are talking, not boys, the guys are talking about, was about how uh, like you're looking out at an audience and, and the best thing in the world is seeing like the, the people out there having a really great time. You know, they're, they're in the moment, they're, they're there and they're with you, right? And I think one of the best feelings in the world for me is talking to you guys and, and being able to know that what we're talking about and what we're doing and the relationship that we're building would be the same kind of way that we would do it if we were in person or similar way that we would do it in person. And, and just making sure that we're always in contact with each other, right? Because that's how relationships are built, it's how friendships are built, it's how connections are built. So we don't wanna just only ever talk to someone on the phone, right? We also wanna see them in person. We also wanna see them down the street. We also wanna go and have coffee with them. We also wanna to go to the movies with them. We wanna do different things and experience them in different ways. And this is something that we can do through our social media channels and through our inboxes and things like that. It's like we've got different ways and different mediums of being able to connect and talk to people and build these relationships. And that's really what we're doing in Funnelicious. So I'm really excited to share that with you. Uh, I'll pop the link in here once we get off so that you can jump into that. There's some pre-work going out this week and we start officially on the 29th of June. So we get that all if If you're looking, if you're in Australia and you want to maximize your tax deductions, let me help you with that, as well as learning some really cool stuff along the way. Uh, so that's that. So the message that I really wanted to leave you with today is that in order for you to get to where you want to be, you've got to keep practicing. You've got to keep showing up. You've got to get those 10,000 hours in. Uh, make it about your audience, right? Rather than being about you. And, and if there's something that you need to do, if there's like uh, Nick was talking about a mantra that he kind of repeats and recites. There's a bit of a ritual, they didn't call it that, but there's a bit of a ritual that the guys will do before they get on stage. There's four of them in the band. And, um, you know, that's something that they do in order to, to really show up and do the best thing for themselves. So do you need to create a little ritual or, or do some kind of mantra before you start stepping out there and start talking to your people? I don't know, could be a really good idea. All right, I'm gonna love you and leave you. Have an amazing kick-ass Monday. I will speak to you tomorrow, of course. I'll put the link for Funnelicious in here a little bit later. But meanwhile, what you need to do is you need to get out there. You need to go help some people. You need to have a whole ton of fun doing it. And please, most of all, remember that the world is ready for your brand of awesomeness. All right, everybody, take care. Happy Monday, and I'll see you tomorrow.